Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Luna Love of the Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Araqual people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pays respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Podcast. I'm your host, Jordana Levine, and in this week's episode, we're exploring the Pisces full moon and also Mercury retrograde. And I know that we're exploring that because this is the fourth time I've recorded this episode. Yeah, not because my computer's playing up, not because technology is failing me, but because I have struggled to articulate what it is I need to say. So let's have our fingers crossed that it's going to work this time. The Mercury retrograde we're going to be experiencing is going to start in the air sign of Libra. It will end up in the Earth sign of Virgo. I will talk about Mercury retrograde in Virgo a little bit closer to the time, so that'll be in another episode. We're going to focus on the fact that it's in an air sign for now. This Mercury retrograde is the third of four Mercury retrogrades for the year, so we're almost at the end of it. It will begin the day before the full moon. So it's going to start on Friday, September 9 and last until the 2nd of October. Mercury, of course, is the planet of communication. She governs our minds and rules the signs of Virgo and Gemini. She is responsible not only for communication, but also travel, information processing and technology. When Mercury is in retrograde, the energy around these things slows down. Yeah, it's if she's dormant. And this means that we need to be extra vigilant with our clear communication, our travel itineraries, make sure that we're backing up uh, devices, devices, um, saving our documents. And also, if you have to sign a document, I say this every time we talk about Mercury Retrograde, please still sign it. Just make sure you're triple checking the agreement or the contract or whatever it is you're signing. We can, of course, also look forward to some of the positive aspects of Mercury Retrograde, which, of course, uh, is the permission to slow down, uh, tuning into our intuition, And tapping into our psychic abilities. All of this is easier. There is a clearer channel for it during a Mercury retrograde, which is definitely an upside. This retrograde, as I said, is going to begin in the sign of Libra. And Libra, of course, is an air sign. Air signs rule our mental clarity and cerebral processing, as does the planet of communication in question. So when Mercury's energy is dormant, which is what happens during a retrograde, We can often begin to feel the cogs in our mind start to slow down. 
or at least not move at maximum speed. Yeah, so this could result in feelings of fogginess, confusion, or, you know, simply just a lack of clarity around certain things. Of course, there's also a flip side to this. What can happen also when Mercury is retrograding through an air sign is that our thought and mental chatter can increase. So instead of slowing down, it can actually get a little bit faster, sending you into overthinking overdrive. Again, not ideal, but no matter which version surfaces for you, and yeah, could be both, I can help. Don't worry, I can help. As someone who has a very air-heavy chart, I find both scenarios very frustrating, but do I let it send me into a crazy fool for three weeks? No, I do not. I give myself permission to slow down and I give myself more time to complete tasks. Yeah. I take breaks often and I do two vital practices during a Mercury retrograde. The first one is I up my meditation practice. If you don't meditate, now's the time to do it. If you do meditate, good on you. You might want to increase the time. (laughs) The second thing I do is um, I, and I, I, feel like I say this in every single podcast episode. So if you're not doing it by now, now is the time to give it a go. But I put my head underwater and I know it sounds silly, but when we are overthinking, when we're cerebrally processing everything, when our mind is in overdrive, what putting our head underwater can do is it reminds us to get back into our body. We actually spoke about it in the um, anxiety podcast I did with Georgie Collinson last week. If you haven't listened to that, go and listen to that. But it's about having a circuit breaker that gets you back into your body. Yeah. And when Mercury's retrograding through an air sign, it is the perfect time to give this a go. So for me, it's running my scalp under the water in the shower um, or jumping in the ocean is also really good. Um, It's calming. It dulls the noise. And I reckon it recharges brain cells, not scientifically proven but I feel like my brain cells sort of take on new life. This particular air mercury retrograde, like I said, is happening in the sign of Libra. And Libra is all about balance and harmony, but also relationships. So don't be surprised if relationships are highlighted, specifically communication or lack thereof within your relationship. If you're prone to jumping to conclusions and making assumptions, I know I am, (laughs) I would be asking for clarity before making any big, bold moves. Perhaps this is an opportunity to have a look at where some of the communication pitfalls are in your relationship. I'd also like to place a little caveat here, perhaps a forewarning that relationship patterns may resurface during this time possibly in the form of exes coming back on the scene. I think it's also really important to note that you too are likely an ex. So if you have an inkling to return to the scene of a relationship that has been closed, resist the urge until Mercury is out of retrograde. Yeah. And once she's going forward again, you can make some more rational, less retrograde decisions. Okay, we good? 
In the early days of this retrograde, you may find it extra murky and fuzzy and hazy and foggy and, you know, all those things that I mentioned earlier. And that's because it also happens to coincide with the Pisces full moon. The Pisces full moon takes place on Saturday, September 10 at 7.59 p.m. in Sydney. 10.59 a.m. in London and 5.59 a.m. in New York. Ah, uh, Pisces. Beautiful, beautiful Pisces. The objective of this sign is to gain spiritual peace. It is the last breath, the death of self, the process of diffusion. The mantra for Pisces is I dissolve. Pisces easily connects to spirit and the universe. It's deeply intuitive, psychic, healing, vulnerable, and so incredibly vibrationally charged. This feeling of diffusion and dissolving of self makes Pisces fluid like water. And this feminine flow creates this incredible ability to be a visionary compassionate, so caring and undeniably dreamy. But it also has this tendency to become so in flow that Pisces can lose touch with reality. Boundaries become blurred. There's confusion, impracticality and a sense of unreliability. The daydreamer can become ungrounded, the victim, and the martyr. Throw in a Mercury retrograde, and you might find over this full moon weekend that skills like discernment, rational thinking, and problem solving cerebrally will be absolutely impossible. <laughs> you might find it hard to think straight. Make decisions that require mental processing, come to logical conclusions, or, you know, anything that requires your mind to make sense of things. If this is the case for you, and it is likely it will be, it's important to bring yourself out of the mind. Put the decision-making to the side and choose to focus on the strengths of Pisces and Mercury retrograde at this time. And again, those are things like intuition, tapping into your feeling sense, accessing your creative expression. And look, I'm going to say for the most of us, stillness and grounding is going to be your saving grace. And I mean, over this full moon weekend, get down on the ground. <laughs> yeah, lie on the grass, feel the energy of the earth below you. Do a yin yoga class remaining as close to the ground as possible, yeah? Anything that brings you back down to earth. Because this full moon is Mercury retrograde adjacent, I don't know if that's the official term, that's what I'm going to call it, those things from the past that I mentioned might resurface, yeah? So we talked about it in the context of relationships. It could be any kind of patterns resurfacing. Don't judge. Don't try and fix or respond or remedy. Just observe feel and allow them to move through you and this is going to be challenging yeah especially if you're a doer or a fixer or 
a Virgo. <laughs> but let's just treat it as an experiment. Can you feel what needs to be felt without having to find a resolution? Can you receive a lesson or a challenging text or email or conversation without needing to react or respond immediately? During this Pisces Mercury retrograde melting pot, slow down, relax, be okay with confusion or lack of clarity and sit in the uncomfortableness of it all. It's not going to kill you. All right, that is a note to me and me personally. No, it's a note for all of us. It's okay to be confused. It's okay. We don't have to know how to move forward all the time. Yeah, it's okay to sit in fogginess. It's okay to sit in haziness. Again, I'm talking to myself, but I'm hoping it's resonating with you. Yeah, if you do feel those things surface, you know, this weekend with the Pisces full moon, but also over the next few weeks with the Mercury retrograde, it is okay. Everything moves in cycles. Clarity will come. Yeah. So breathe through the confusion and just wait and observe. This is a water moon. And we all know what happens when the moon is full in a water sign. Emotions will take a seat front and center. As always, my advice is to feel whatever arises Allow it to flood through you and out of you rather than ignoring it and pretending like it's not there. Earth signs and air signs, I'm talking to you guys. We are being asked to surrender, release, let go and forgive, which is pretty standard for a full moon, but it is a Pisces full moon and the Pisces energy is the perfect seat to ride the waves of fluidity. Again, the planet Mars is rather active during this full moon, so the emotions may be a little fiery that are surfacing. Again, see if you can observe this. Feel what you need to feel, but have the awareness that you're being influenced by planetary energy and acting on these emotions may not be what's required. Yeah, We can feel an emotion without having to enact the emotion. Lastly, a reminder that Pisces completes the astrological cycle of full moons this year. So while we always wrap up, let go, release and surrender with a full moon, think of this as the big daddy grandfather moon. For me, I'm consciously labeling this the end of a massive personal cycle for me. And as I come out the other side of this moon, I'm going to be really clear on who I would like to emerge as. This might be something you want to feel into under this full moon, yeah? It's likely something you've already gained clarity on. If you're not clear by the time the moon rolls around, you might not get clear over the weekend. But this episode is out a week before that moon. So in the lead up to it, see if you can get clear on what needs to be released during the moon and who you're going to emerge as as we begin a new cycle. What are you finally ready to let go of? What is it time to purge once and for all? All right, let's look at some ways we can work with this Pisces full moon. Do a releasing ritual. I mean, I say that every full moon, but I really mean it with this one. 
Um, this can look like, you know, whatever feels good for you. If you need some guidance, uh, you might like to consider becoming a Lunar Lover member. Lunar Lover members will be guided through a Pisces full moon online circle that includes a releasing ritual. And this month we're doing a manifestation ritual, which I know is a little bit strange for a full moon, but stay with me. It's a manifestation ritual that focuses on gratitude and surrender, which is such an important part of the manifestation process. You'll also get some Pisces full moon journal prompts, plus this week's full moon yin class taught by Lunar Lover member Beck Russell from her gorgeous home in Airlie Beach. If you want to become a Lunar Lover member, all you need to do is head to the link in the show notes of this episode or go to jordanalevine.com forward slash Lunar Lover. The next thing you might like to do, which we've already spoke about, but I will say it again, is frolic in the water, but then go and lie on the ground. <laughs> so it's not summer. It is it is spring. Oh, it is spring. It's very much raining where I am today, but maybe where you are in the world, whether it's overseas or a different part of Australia, later in the week, perhaps the sun will come out. The perfect way to honor this Pisces full moon is to go for a swim in the ocean and then lie on the warm sand or the warm grass or the warm cement even. Yeah, like really feeling that um, dichotomy between water and earth, but also how they work together. Yeah, extra points if you find a watering hole in the middle of a forest and mix in some forest bathing. That could be really nice. Swim under the waterfall, lie on the earth. Oh, heaven, heaven. Um, make sure you dunk your head under the water. We, t- we talked about that. That is the best bit. Um, and yeah, if you can warm yourself up after being in the, in the cool ocean or in the cool water, that's also really, really beautiful. If you don't have access to any of those things, again, have a shower and then lie on your bed or lie on the floor. Yeah. But it's, it's just the, um, just about doing the two things together. That's really going to allow you to tap into the energy of this moon. Secondly, not secondly, thirdly, it is a Pisces full moon and we know that Pisces is all about dream time. So learn from your dreams. I am a particularly psychic dreamer, meaning I often dream of things right before they happen, which sometimes is good, sometimes not so good. Um, You might notice a similar thing for yourself. So pay more attention to your own dreams this week as it's likely the Pisces energy will be pulling back that very thin veil between earth and the spiritual underworld. It might be a good time to sleep with a notebook by the bed. When I was a journalist, um, I used to sleep with a voice recorder by my bed. Why did I do that? Oh, we didn't have iPhones. I'm like, why didn't I just record a voice memo? We didn't have iPhones. That's how old I am. So I used to sleep like with an old school, um, what do you call it? Dictaphone. Oh my God, I am old. Um, But (laughs) you can sleep with a notebook. That is fine. That is absolutely fine. Or use the voice note um, app on your phone. If you don't want to sleep with your phone by your bed, which also I recommend not doing. So look, let me just change all of that advice. Put a journal by the bed. Forget about the phone. Forget about the phone. I'm not going to re-record that either and take it out because I cannot tell you how many times I've recorded this episode. All right, let's move on. Footloose and fancy free. You might not know this, but Pisces rules the feet. What does this mean? Well, maybe it's time to go barefoot or get a foot massage. 
or do that really, really horrible yoga pose where you kneel and put all of your weight back on your heels as you tuck your toes under. It feels horrific, but it is so, so, so good for getting blood circulating through your feet. So I highly recommend doing that. Or, you know, if you're not into pain, (laughs) maybe go and get a pedicure. That counts too. Lastly, look out for endings. Pisces is the last of the 12 zodiac signs. It's often a time of endings and there is no better time than a full moon to release those endings to make way for, you guessed it, new beginnings. That's it. Enjoy the Pisces full moon, my friends. I'm sorry that war episode was all over the place, but let that be a taster of what is to come this weekend. The next episode of Lunar Lover will be centered around Libra season and the equinox. It will be out next week, which don't worry, that doesn't mean that it's Libra season next week. We're still very much in Virgo season, but it will come out a week before Libra season uh, because I promised you guys weekly episodes. And in order to do that, when Libra season and the Libra new moon are so close together, I need to separate them a little bit. But look, I think that it is going to be really handy because <laughs> it means you will be prepared. Yeah, you can prepare for Libra season. You can prepare for the equinox. If you enjoyed this episode, which who knows if you did, because it was all over the place, but if you did, I'd love your support. Take a screenshot on your phone, share it to your Instagram stories. You can tag Lunar Lover at Lunar double underscore lover. You can tag me at Jordana Levine. You can tag nobody if you prefer. (laughs) I don't mind. I don't mind what you do. Until next moon, I'm going to go lie on the ground. But until next moon, I'm Jordana Levine and you've been listening to Lunar Lover, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.